Crime is a common concept to the realm of Gaia, and the ones that partake in it are considered to be the lowest of the low. Many of these criminals steal or rob, though the rest hunt down individuals for pay. These assassins are spread across the land, and can be seen within very exclusive bars and speakeasies. Assassins are among one of the most organized individuals in Gaia, as even though they do not have large financial support, or are renowned like many other groups, assassins have a large network between one another to obtain work, the most common style of work being assassination contracts. Among all the beasts and evil that has spread itself throughout the realm, the rogues that take up these contract killers are one of the major reasons why Gaia is so dangerous. Not only are assassins elusive, but they're never in one area at a time. Most sectors of assassins move to another region frequently, being able to avoid sigilite intervention. Though assassins only go so far, as they are either caught, killed, or called for a higher purpose, if they manage to prove themselves, they will be eligible to become one among the faceless, specifically to become a faceless one and join the Faceless Legion. The Legion is a group of organized assassins dealing in either kidnappings, contracted killings, and anything in between. They're usually hired to deal with things that general assassins could not, things such as dangerous entities or beings of great power. Contrary to their notorious reputation, Faceless Ones are not violent serial killers. They have a code of conduct and work professionally to maximize the amount of gain they receive from their jobs. This concept was highlighted and the Legion was employed by the Sigil Knight Order to steal the Sanctum Spear from the Church of the Prince, combining both the skill of the Faceless Ones and the tenacity of the Knights. They were even able to stow the spear away in a forgotten cavern deep in the tundra. Even still to the current day, the Faceless Ones watch over the cavern to make sure that the spear stays within it. To become a part of the Legion, one must prove themselves to the Faceless Ones. They prove themselves by their dedication to their work, normally obtaining high notoriety through completing assassinations given out by masters. This sort of diligence shows that anyone who is able to reach this point is qualified to become a Faceless One. Next, they must make the journey across the tundra, searching for the Faceless Ones. A perceptive eye will be able to find a figure standing atop a cavern, donning a set of armor and idling as if they were waiting for someone. Upon approaching them, they shall expect an emerald, and once given, they shall show the proper technique to utilize the poisonous properties of the emerald. In addition, they will be taught ways to maneuver using shadows, and even chain their lethal strikes to multiple targets. Finally, using their age-old technique, the newly anointed Faceless One will have their identity deleted, as their facials are now. Eyes, ears, nose, and even lips are iconically removed, giving them no face. Hence the name. The Legion can draw its roots back to the Madrasian crime lords, as the more elite of the assassins began to experiment with different methods of exterminating their targets. Some thought of using crossbows or more advanced technologies, and others wanted absolute change. However, a compromise was made when skilled killers created ways to channel their mana into skills and utilize emeralds to a more advanced degree. This was the beginning of the Faceless Legion. Though at the time, they were not faceless, but instead they were powerful rogues. Despite the advancements in their skill, they had not yet become the perfect assassins, even if their abilities and skill were unmatched. They were still themselves. With that, they sought the help of sorcerers across the land, requesting help in removing their identities. At first, they sought the illusionists. However, they refused to help murderers like themselves. 
Instead, they decided to delve into alchemy. After speaking to the alchemists that littered the land, they found a way to conceal themselves. Believing it to be a sort of elixir of invisibility, they began to create it, given exact instructions on how to brew it. Once created, they had to apply it to their faces. The assassins did so, and their bodies began to quiver in pain. As they scraped at their own faces, once the pain had receded, they looked upon one another and saw that their faces had been gone, reduced to nothing. They could breathe, see, and even smell, though nothing of their faces remained. A simple slate of nothing. With them lacking a face, this of course caused much mental distraught in most of the assassins, many losing their own humanities as they eventually claim a sort of robotic personality. Though some stay themselves, yet much debate had circulated on how one would become the perfect assassin. It had been deduced that they'd have to fall into madness. Though one had left, seeking a better life, he had instead left the assassin lifestyle and became a force of good, using her skills to create a different breed of rogues. Whispers still speak of her lingering in the tundra to the north. As a result of the potion's effects, these assassins were the first of the Faceless Legion. Now equipped to become the greatest of assassins, they began to induct more into their army. They reached such renown that others began to assume them to be a death cult rather than elite mercenaries. Whether they murder in the name of the Tenebrae or do it to make coin, the Faceless Ones are among all yet none. They are none but many.